Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. A very exciting episode today. Uh, as this year ends and we are entering into 2022, there are a lot of goals, a lot of resolutions, a lot of promises. And with all these promises, as we work towards our success, we also see a lot of marketing, a lot of sales, a lot of offers. And one thing that I've been noticing lately, Nitika, is a lot of people who are working in the space of coaching, especially in the mindset coaching, uh, when they are selling or when they are marketing, there's one word that appears very frequently is that this is what you deserve. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be rich. You deserve to be um, appreciated. You deserve to be deserved. And, and the list is endless. So my question today is what determines what I deserve, what you deserve, what others deserve? Where do we get this word from? Yeah, that's a really interesting question, right? Like where, where does the word deserve come from and deserve based on what? Deserve and based, deserve on, based on whom? Okay, and on whose level are we working at? And Absolutely. And if we say everybody has a different level of deserve. Mm. Everyone has a different level of success that they think is okay and deserving. Mm. You have mm. people who are happy. Like I, I was just talking to somebody and they were like, oh, as long as I have enough money that pays my bills and mm. uh, I have a roof over my head and I have food on the table and I get to watch movies, I'm happy. So I'm like, okay, that's one level of deserve. Like she's happy with what she's getting and she thinks that she's deserving of whatever life has to offer her. Mm-hmm. And then on the f- other side of that is, you know, we see pretty often in the coaching industry, which is like, okay, you know, how to make six figures, how to make seven figures, eight figures, higher, you know, like get the bigger numbers and that fuels your success. And so what determines in a person at what level you're functioning comes down to what's most important to you. So if finance and success is important to you, you're going to go towards finance and success and you want the big numbers, then you're going to want the big numbers and you're going to create it. Mm-hmm. If it's not important to you and for your family is more important or the most important thing for you is a family or relationships or creating, mm-hmm. then your energy is going to go into manifesting those particular things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people live in the fantasy of wanting and creating and deserving Hmm. But they don't really get anywhere because that's because it's a fantasy, because it's coming from I want it. Where's the action steps for it? Absolutely. That's my question. Like I see uh, and I hear this often that, for example, there are two people and the two people are at different capacity with a different level of experience. How can one promise that you deserve six figures to person A and person B? And what how does this statement uh, creates action and the mindset uh, for the person who you are telling this? I mean, if I start believing this is this is what I deserve and the same thing that you start believing that you also deserve, where are we standing? Yeah, but not everybody gets those big numbers, right? We can all want to deserve it. We can all say that everyone should get it, but the reality is not everyone gets it. So the very, how very does the statement small- is affecting our mindset? Because we want it. That's the fantasy. I want to be financially independent. I want to be successful. I want to create a life where I have no debt. I want to have a life that I have whatever, you know, like six figures, seven figures, eight figures. They're great goals to have. Don't, I don't want to minimize that. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the reality between fantasy of having and achieving those goals and the reality mm-hmm. of how many people actually achieve it. And then the mm. middle is the deserving. So mm. the, the push that, oh, you deserve it all, 
But the reason why a lot of people don't get it is because it's not important to them, or at least they're not working towards, it, or they don't know the ways, or it's not as important as they think it is. And so it's the fantasy of oh, I want to create it. Everyone wants the big numbers, but the very few people actually do the work and actually get there. And that's because of mindset, partly. Partly it's values. Values, when I say values, if it's important enough to you, you're going to do it. If something is important enough to you, you are going to wake up in the morning and you're going to get it done. No one has to remind you to do it. No one has to wake you up to tell you to do it. No one has to motivate you to do it. You will get up in the morning and you're going to go do it. Okay? So what happens if someone tells me that you deserve this, for example, lifestyle, you deserve this money, whatever that the product is, whatever the offer, whatever, whatever the, the lifestyle is. Okay. So if someone tells me that you deserve it, how does this affect my course of action? I mean, will I just sit? How does a person respond to this? Because I know deep inside that to deserve something, to get something, I have to work. But then again, just thinking that this is mine and this will come to me eventually, I think there becomes a bridge of doing the action and just sitting and believing that you deserve it. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it comes down to your action and what's important to you. If creating those big numbers is important to you, you're going to do the action steps in order to get there. If you're living in the fantasy that I'm going to say, I'm going to do nothing and I'm going to have this big business, which is possible. I'm not saying it's not, but you still have to have a really high value on creating that wealth. If you don't have a value on creating bill, no matter what you do, you're not going to create it. How many people we know who, you know, the lottery, they call the, the, the charm of the lottery or the, you know, the, the bad luck of the lottery, call it what you want to, that you get lottery, you get a lot of money and then it goes, it disappears. Because for many reasons, one is that your value set point of what your money level is, is much lower than what the money is coming in. And it feels really uncomfortable and you want to get rid of it. Subconsciously, you don't have the capacity to hold that much money coming in. So that is also a part of it. So the deserve, I mean, deserve is very vague. Like deserve based on what? Like who determines deserve? Like I am born on this earth, so I deserve to have this lifestyle. No, yeah. that just pushes you to privilege. Mm-hmm. That makes you privileged to demand things and it doesn't show up, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yes, there are ways that you can use the energy of the universe to help you manifest what you want. That's a whole different conversation. But that is not, I deserve to have it and therefore the universe should provide. But the universe is not like a person sitting somewhere to say, well, you know, Hafsa deserves more and, and Nitika deserves less or Nitika deserves more and Hafsa deserves less. No, it's as simple as what does Hafsa want? She will create. What Nitika wants, she will create. Mm. what level Hafsa wants to stay at is the level Hafsa will create at what level Nitika wants to create at is the level that Nitika will will work at absolutely what is that one thing you would like to share or advise to the people who are listening to us that when we are entering the new year we are entering 2022 is there something that we can replace this word deserve in our life so something better that can also help us take the action to be there where we want to be yeah so what i do with so what i would suggest is first of all know what's most important to you mm-hmm. understand where money falls in the spectrum for you what is the level that makes you feel comfortable or uncomfortable like okay it's hundred thousand you know dollars a lot for you because what is your set point that you feel like, okay, I can manage this. This feels okay for me. Or this is like, oh my God, $100,000 is too much for me. I can't do it. Because what is the value of money, right? Some people make 100000 a year and that's a lot. And some people make 100000 a month and that's not enough. So the value of money is not based on the number. The value of money is based on the person who is working with that number. 
Totally. And what they want to create. So what is it that you want to create? And then when you know what's important to you and you know how much you want to create, then work backwards to say, what are the action steps that I can take doing what I love to do in creating this money with distinct action steps that I can take every day. So it's like you're setting up a goal, seeing the skills you have, the industry you're in, the tools you want to work with, and then set specific goals that you can do every single day that you can work up to accomplishing your goals that you have in mind for yourself. So that, and the other thing is stop comparing yourself to other people's success and deserve level. There's no deserve. It's as simple as if you want to accomplish it, you want to create it, go create it. Set a goal for yourself that feels aligned to you, your set point, your level that feels comfortable to you. You set it too high, you will not do it. You set it too low, you're going to have no energy to want to move it. So it has to be a level that feels right to you. And um, uh, set a goal by based on what, what's important to you, not based on other people's success, not based on what the universe thinks you should deserve or people tell you you should deserve or what, mm. you know, not the fantasy of, I want to create a million dollars this year. That's great. How many people actually create that is very, very few. And for a reason, because it takes a lot of mindset, a lot of shifts in yourself, a lot of, you know, alignment with that energy, a lot of submitting to that energy and allowing it to come to you. And a lot of faith more than anything else that, that if you truly desire it, if you truly have a taste for that, that much of, you know, that, that value of money and you want to play big, there's nothing stopping you. You can create whatever you want to create, but you have to desire it. If there's no desire and there's, there's no movement. There. And when I say desire, it's not a mind desire. It's a, body desire like you feel it in your body it's a buzz you literally feel like this feels right i feel fired up that i'm going to achieve these goals no matter what and i will find a way to do it that energy moves it's like a fire in your belly that will create it because that's important enough for you to do it what happens when some days we have that fire and some days we don't how to determine that? that's fine so the two ways to do it like if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it but somewhere in the back of your mind so the two systems the two levels that i'm going to ask the question is right like one is the the laws of light that we know it as we know it which is you can keep connecting to the energy you can keep aligning yourself to that energy that connects you back into that space that makes you feel fiery so first thing in the morning you do is you wake up, connect with that energy and you're bringing that energy into all the work you're doing every day, all day. So that is you aligning with that energy to create what you want to create. Okay, that's one way to do it. The next level up from there is you're letting it all go. You're not holding on to anything. So you're letting go of the alignment, trying to, trying to control how to manifest anything and understanding that the, what you have truly a desire for, what you have a taste for, what you want will come your way. And that comes from a different energy point, which is you submit to the energy of nothing, which is the stillness, which is the, the still point energy, like I like to call it, the zero point energy. That energy, because it's the energy of the universe, automatically you're stepping into something which is beyond you. And the more you're led on the way and you keep walking the path, taking the steps that come up for you with complete faith, you're automatically led to where you have to go. So they're kind of like two separate systems you're working on. And I think the majority of the coaching industry is on the first system where we align, we do things. And that's the reason why, like, I, you know, when I'm working with my clients, I'm, I'm usually shifting from system one to system two. 
because instead of trying to align with the energy and creating affirmations and goals and rules and values and vision boards and vision stories and connecting with the energy and finding totems or things that you do that connect you back into the energy and it has a place it's needed mm. no question but once you come to the place where you let go of this version of you that feels like it has to control every single thing and you work with a zero point energy for creation and from that energy you bring into form what you want to put out into the world that is where the shift happens where now you now you're no longer controlling what happens you're no longer doing all this the visualization the journaling the different um, you know modalities uh, of trying to keep your frequency high enough so you can manifest easily mm. so that's what most of the coaching is work is based off of the shift is towards uh, more about letting go who this this version of me that wants to create the i that knows it all the i that wants to create all these big numbers the i that and letting it all go and dissolving into the nothingness and from that nothingness creating it knowing that what you have a taste for and what you desire for will come your way and it usually does i see that system 2 so. could be a slower process but it's still more powerful than system 1 yeah. is that how we see it yeah i don't know i don't know if it's slower but there's a little bit of there's a little bit more inner work involved in the beginning so when you so once you kind of cross the first hurdle then it starts to flow and you've tapped into the energy many times you just don't realize it you know you get an intuitive hit or you i want to say intuitive hit like you know when you just know you have to do something you just do it mm. you're following that energy i'm just putting it into a word in a system but it's mm. um, you've tapped into it everyone taps into it okay and once a person creates a business with that energy how is it different uh not controlling anything things just manifest and it's going with the flow it comes with flow things just you'll meet the right people the synchronicity kicks in like things just happen you don't have to control anything you don't have to show up you don't have to you know market and organically connect with people make 50000 calls a week because you have to connect no none of that stuff and where yeah. this planning comes Auto. in between where is the planning come in between yeah planning yeah so that's the reason why i fight you on planning <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's why so it is so the the two thing kind of separate systems in play so um i mean i don't want to go too much into it but there's there's that place of um, if you get too much into the spiritual world there's no action Okay. If you're too much in the action without the spiritual, then there's you're kind of in the hustle of the world, which is the go go go, which is the first energy I'm talking about, where you have the planning, the goals, the move, mm. the action. If you don't have a car, you're not going to get anything. So that's the first way, which is what most of us have been brought up with and we mm. work with. What I'm trying to bring in is the other part, which is the, you know, spiritual. But like I said, if you get too spiritual, there's no action. So it's a combination of both, and it's about knowing how to work with both those energies. that brings about the manifestation that brings about everything that you want without really hustling and letting the mystery of the universe help you step into the magic of the universe all that comes together although mystical knowledge that's a fantastic yeah. conversation i would like to hear more about the zero point energy that you just uh, mentioned but i think this is another topic for another episode right now i think you've given us a really good insights for the year to come and the two systems have been so beautifully explained and um, i'm hoping with the next episode when we dive into zero point energy it will be useful for a lot of people but then again i see um with being useful it is also a complex path and you need someone on the path 
So we're going to dive into it. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I think I think some people are like already just pushed onto the path because you kind of are shifting from the place of being disempowered to being empowered. Like that's the first step. And most of the you know, work is happening at the first stage. And there comes a point where you move from the empowerment to the embodiment. And then once you're in the embodiment, you're automatically connected with all these big, you know, energies. And I think a lot of people confuse the different states and the different spaces. But if from what I've experienced, like it's a transition, you just go through it. If you allow it to happen, it automatically happens. But there is that feeling of submission because there's, there's you have let go of your control of wanting to manage everything, manage the business, manage things around you. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more to it, but we'll get into it. I don't want to jump in and half <laughs> leave things hanging. So we'll continue this next time. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much all for listening. Thank you. Okay. See you next Bye. time. See you next Bye. time.